0: Alright, I just went and checked this audio. It sounds good. So, can't be wearing my headphones when I'm doing my uh, Bluetooth headphones when I'm doing podcasts, unfortunately. Um, what's going on? How you doing? How is your bariatric journey treating you? Um, if it's not good, I'm going to help you out here. Uh, me and Charisse are determined to bring great change to this community. And when I say great change to this community, I mean everything you want. From a ...to have a good... Positive ...and productive... ...weight loss surgery journey... ...you can get free... ...period... ...plain and simple... ...you know, we, of course, we're... ...we're a business in this, you know, in this industry... ...in this community... ...but you don't need us... ...you don't need us... ...you just need the knowledge... ...and the willpower... ...you gotta have the knowledge, the willpower... ...and just an overall feel in your heart to do better. Now, when it comes to, you know, certain people, certain people need like hands-on help. They need to be able to be in a gym. They need to be able to have, uh, you know, a trainer with them right there and that's okay. Some people need to have personalized, um, stuff as well, personalized, uh, Programs and they need more help and motivation. And that's okay, too. And that's where we come in. So if that's something you need, go to BariatricBadass.com. That's where you can find all of Sharice's blogs. Sharice, of course, is a certified bariatric and fitness nutritionist. She's currently going to school for exercise science and kinesiology. Um, at this point, we'll probably get her degree probably by this time next year. I'm very excited for her because she's just got accepted into, um, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, I haven't gone to school in a long time, I have fucking dropped out in, what, I dropped out as a senior, so, anyway, but she's been accepted to an honor roll type of thing, so, awesome for her, congratulations to Charisse, I'm gonna talk to you and tell you where my expertise is when it comes to where to start how do you start? I don't even know where to start. I get, I hear that all the time. And a lot of the time people don't like my answer because it's a really, it's, it's not a fun answer. Okay. You can have people that are doing what me and Charisse do. And we tell you, okay, well, this is what you got to do. And you got to do this and you got to do that. And you got to pay for this and you got to pay for that. And then you go up oh, you your arms twice a day or, Right, you see the arms twice a week, and then you do chest the other week, and then you do back the same day chest. No. That is wrong. That is wrong. People who tell you that are don't know what they're talking about. Period. Oh my, like, you know, and I will I will debate any fitness professional till I am blue in the face, till I cannot take another breath about where to start. On your fitness path after weight loss surgery. Dr. Vaughn made a post saying, Oh, you there's a time and there's a place. You know what that time is as soon as you fucking can. As soon as your doctor releases you, you need to get your ass exercising. Why? Well, Vaughn comes out and he says, Well, you're not eating enough food, you know, to burn that energy. Right, let me tell you something right now. My, at least for me, and a small portion of the bear ash community at one point were morbidly obese. Your body feeds off that fat to give it energy. It doesn't do it for very long, and it doesn't do it really It doesn't it doesn't do it like it's something that's gonna to continue to happen. So what I'm trying to say is that if you get on a treadmill and you're on a treadmill for two hours and you burn eighteen hundred calories, that eighteen hundred calories is not just fat. Your body will burn first of all your body goes after nutrients in your body. Anything that the easy the easiest way for your body To get nutrients is the first path we'll go to. It'll start with nutrients. It'll start with protein. It'll start with uh, carbohydrates. When all of your nutrients has been expended, that's when it goes after fat. It goes after fat, after everything in your body has been expended, which might take some time. That's why I go do fasted cardio. I get up in the morning, I pound my water, and I take my ass to the gym, and I do 45 minutes of cardio. After that 45 minutes, your body stops feeding off of fat and starts feeding off of muscle. When he feeds off the muscle grounded, you're losing weight, weight, quote unquote, weight. You're not losing fat, which is what you want to do. You don't want to lose weight. You want to lose fat. When your body's feeding off your muscle mass, it is dropping your metabolism and slowing down. When you have a low metabolism, you feel worthless completely worthless you feel like shit you're tired your body isn't optimally working like it should be so the idea is to have muscle mass on your body you don't have to be all swollen massive and bulky that's not what i'm talking about down my window i'm sitting in the car. it's not what i'm talking about i'm talking lean muscle mass lean muscle mass so great example when it comes to cardiovascular exercise longer than 45 minutes is eating away at your body. It's eating away at your fat, the nutrients, and the muscle. Great example, marathon runners. If you look at the physique of a marathon runner, you can see they are thin as thin could be, and their bodies are just, they, they they appear strong. You know, they probably got some good-sized quads on them. There's a bariatric patient, I cannot remember his name, He's one of my haters that is on Instagram that is a... He's a running athlete. And his quads are fucking massive. The rest of his body, not so much. He's a good guy. He's from Australia. Still a critic of mine. Doesn't matter. I'm still going to stroke him. Because he's got great great, uh, muscle. A lot of muscle mass on his lower body. How he does that is after he does his exercise. After he goes and does his daily miles, runs five miles a day, he'll go home and he will eat as many carbohydrates as he can. Because what those carbs are doing, they're replacing the glycogen that's in your body. Glycogen fuels muscle growth. Okay? Protein feeds, glycogen fuels. So you eat protein, it's feeding the muscle. It's providing nutrients to the muscle. Carbohydrates Provide energy for that muscle to grow. So what I'm trying to say, it's like gasoline. It's like putting unleaded into your body to get your muscular function to work. So if you're just eating protein and you're not eating carbohydrates, you're not giving your muscles the energy to grow or even operate. Great example. Sure, This is my raw out After I'm done with this, we're gonna go straight into where to start. <clears throat> Charisse, I think she's fourteen. Fourteen-year-old Charisse diagnosed with type one diabetes. Fourteen years old, young, fourteen-year-old. Back in those days, Charissa didn't care. She was very depressed. She, her mental health was gone. Very depressed. What she gathered from the information of what it meant to be a type one diabetic was no carbs. So she never ate carbohydrates. So her body never got the nutrients that was required for her body to uh, to operate optimally. When I met Charisse in 2010, she was a tiny little frail woman, very small. Well, not tiny, she's five foot 10, but she was very thin. Um, she just had heart surgery. Why did she have heart surgery? Charisse had to get a pacemaker implanted in her body because of the lack of carbohydrates and glycogen in her body. So in other words, if you're not providing your body with the required fuel to function properly, those muscles are gonna start to break down. It's called catabolism. Your your body goes into a catabolic state and muscle starts to break down. So you need some carbs. So if you were to come and get in our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. We would put a, put you on a plan that would be very high protein and moderate carbs. This is if you're still if you're still in that two year phase after surgery, it's going to be different. But if you're after that two year phase and you've regained X amount of pounds, then we would manipulate your carbohydrates and help you start to drop some of that. You still need the carbs. You know, even though carbohydrates sometimes make us dumb, sometimes make me sick. It's like I just eat, what, three wings before I left the house because I'm going to the gym. I'm sitting in front of the gym right now. That, those chicken wings, which were bonus, so I'll play the bonus, um, is providing probably about, I'm going to say probably 30 35 grams of protein. That's it no carbohydrates at all because I need my muscles to be fed. I need them to be, to receive nutrients. Now when I leave the gym and I go home, that is where I'm going to eat protein and carbohydrates so my muscles can do what they gotta do. Because not only I'll be 47 this year, plain and simple. At that age, you, you, you gotta make a decision. When you get to my age, you gotta keep going. You keep trying to live your best life, get in your best shape. Right now, I have three children. One child, Derek, my son, who's 15, will be 16 in a couple months, has his special needs, and he will never leave my sight. As long as I live, that child will be by mine or Sharice's side. That's the condition he deals with his special needs. So I, of course, and Sharice, where you need longevity so we need to live as long as we possibly can so our children can get the guidance that we see is important very important or you can take the other option you can feel like oh you know i'm pushing 50 maybe it's time for me just to relax and enjoy what life i got left that's when your that's when your life gets cut by 10 years that's when you lose 10 years off your life because you don't care. You just want to spend time with your family. I'll tell you this right now, but this is my opinion, all right? Yes, I want to spend time with my family. Yes, I could be home right now, spending time with my children. But you know what I'm doing instead? Not only am I getting out and I'm getting therapy for myself to help with my mental health and to help with my health, my actual health, but I'm also setting an example of what it means to be human. I want my daughter to grow up and be a fucking warrior. Right now, she's so brainwashed by this generation that the importance of popularity is the end all be all of life. And though at her age, she's almost seven, at her age, that's that's all, that's all that matters, is to be popular, be popular. I've heard her say so many times, so we're getting ready to get sky in to a few programs where she is going to be able to grow first we're going to do first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to get my kids into swimming lessons because that fucking makes me so nervous my children need to know how to swim secondly for sky she's either going to get into muay thai or gymnastics probably gymnastics water break sorry probably going to get that little girl into gymnastics but she's going to get a really new tight, too. So she learns discipline. She learns how to kick boys' ass and mess All right, where do we start? Where do you start after weight loss surgery? Okay, 100%. 100%. You need to make sure your food is on cue. If it's not, that doesn't mean you shouldn't start anyway. A lot of the times when we are uh, bariatric, we are brought to this community. We become morbidly obese because of our habits. So you replace those habits with something good and then you stack on top of that good habit. So what I'm trying to say is you get in the habit of going, getting up and going for a walk every morning. Make it a habit. Make it a habit to get up and go for a 30-minute walk every morning, even if that means you walking around your backyard, even if that means you walking up and down your hallway. Get in the habit of doing that. Then you stack on top of that habit with another good habit. What's another good habit? Right before you start walking, you drink a glass of water. So there's two habits right there. Wake up in the morning, you consume water, not flavored water. You don't need to be putting all the, 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 the processed shit into your water. Just water. That's it. You can get alkaline water or pH balanced water like we, me and Sharice drink you. It's a little pricey, but it's the absolute best water that you can get for your body. For the price, anyway. It's about $2 a bottle. I'm drinking it now. About $2 a bottle. 9.5 pH. Basically, what that is, is the... How big is this bottle? This is one quart. It's one quart bottle of ionized you Hydro- I hold on. Wow, reflection, Shush. ionized uh, hydration, 9.5 pH. Drinking that one quart is like drinking four or five bottles of water. So I'm getting the same hydration I would just drinking less water. And when your body's more hydrated, the better you feel. The more your cells are grateful for the hydration. Okay, so you're 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 killing it. You're destroying it. You're stacking habits. You're drinking water, getting up, drinking water, then going for a walk. Or you could be getting up, drinking water, meditating, doing breathing exercises. Now, this this is the part that people don't like when they ask where to start. It's simple. It is fucking simple. You need to wake up and do things that you've never done before. You need to wake up and do some... Like static breathing. So when I say static breathing, I mean breathing that makes your whole body move. Like you sit straight up. You take a deep ass breath. And then slowly blow it out. That's static breathing. You're making your entire diaphragm move. All your shoulders back, your neck, your head. You do that for five minutes. You get up, you have a glass of water. And you get up and you go for a walk. That is three habits that are absolutely good for you they're helping you overcome the bad habit or whatever that bad habit was that you would do in the morning for me if it's going fucking 7-eleven and getting uh, quarter pounder big they're like uh, cheeseburger bites is what they were I fucking loved them I really really liked them and so I get bored at time and then I'd get like a side of ranch. I dipped a freaking cheeseburger bite into a freaking cup of ranch. And I'd eat it. And i eat all four in one sitting in under 10 minutes. It kind of gives you an idea of why I ballooned up to 400 pounds. 405 big exact. Okay, you've stacked all these habits. All right. You're slowly starting to distance yourself from the habits that put you in the community in the first place. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Those habits will always be there. There's always going to be your past self. Your bad habits are going to be perched, on, perched, perched upon your shoulder. Tapping you on the side of the neck, and, hey, remember that one time where, you know, we ate this and oh, it felt good? And yeah, smiled? Yeah. That bad habit will always be there. But as you start stacking habits upon habits, upon habits, good habits, that past bad habits going to be harder to hear. It's gonna be weaker. It's taken me a long time to get to where I'm at. Some failure here and there. I hit a very absolutely massive speed bump in April, where I had a mental breakdown. I had a mental breakdown because of substance abuse. Kava, to be exact. Nothing illegal. I'm not taking illegal drugs. It was Kava. Kava, of course, is, as they say, nature's Xanax. Calms you down. It's kind of like drinking alcohol. Calms you down, relaxes you, makes you feel a little tipsy. Well, I was so obsessed with that feeling that I did it every fucking night. And then I had, I started requiring more to get more and more inebriated. Eventually I was like in, I was at toxic levels. There was absolutely no reason why I should, why, why I survived what I went through in April. First two weeks of April, 2021, I nearly died. Because of the toxicity that I had in my body, my liver should have shut down. But also because I was awake, they called it uh, sleep deprivation psychosis. I was awake for nine days with zero help. No illicit drugs, no pre-workout. I stopped taking pre-workout for that time. I stopped taking Kratom for that time. Everything. Because I wanted to sleep so bad. And it was because I was having a mental breakdown. Which was scary and shit. And I nearly committed suicide. Almost committed suicide. The the The... the the ugliness, the concept behind being awake for nine days. I was begging Sharice to help me end my life. Sharice, I have a 1.2 million dollar life insurance plan. Help me. Change your life. You'd probably take about $800,000 of that. And your life would be spectacular. I wouldn't be in it but at that time in my life, I was, I was gone. I was toast. It was a huge speed bump. And you're going to hit speed bumps. No matter what happens. When you first start out in the gym, or excuse me, first start out, post-surgery, exercise, whether it's the gym or not, you're going to hit speed bumps like that. Probably not as bad. You know, you might not be, you, know, you might not have to stand up to the, to, the, to the demon inside of you, but you might. You never know. So you got to be prepared. So you got to be prepared to get back up after you fall down. Which is what I did. I hit that fucking massive speed bump. It wasn't a roadblock. It was a speed bump. <clears throat> and I hit it. I created new concepts to help me become a better human being. To be more healthier. To have better mental health. And I kicked ass. And I got right back to where I was. Right back on track. So like I said, you've got to be ready to start from the bottom and start over.